Boker Tov. Boker Tov. That's a whole yard site. Today there's a yard site of Lily Arrest. Lily Bas Avraham. Her neshama should have a aliyah and bless her family. Phil Wallace, her niece, and all of Klal Yisrael. Today we're learning about a wrestling match. The original Hulk Hogan. You ever hear of Hulk Hogan? He's supposed to be a wrestler. Well, they got it from perhaps um, the Tanya, from the Torah. The Alter Rebbe yesterday established that each, every one of us has two souls, right? And the souls have a special place where they live. The main place for the godly soul is the mind. Also, the right side of the heart. The animal soul is the main place on the left side of the heart. Okay? You think that they can each do their own affairs separately. No, 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 no. That's not the case. Each one wants to overcome the other one. To wrestle. To dominate. That's correct. And he brings a verse in Genesis about God's, about Jacob's prom, uh, Isaac's blessing to his son Jacob and Esau. Saying that one will get stronger, the other will weaker. One, the other one will get stronger, will get weaker, and that represents the forces of good and evil. Esau, the forces of evil, and Jacob, the forces of good. It is written, however, one nation shall prevail over the other nation. This refers to Jacob and Esau, right? And it refers to the godly soul versus the animal soul. For the body is called a small city, in Ecclesiastes. It's just like two kings are battling for one city. Every one of them wants to capture it and dominate it and rule over it. Right? Then he wants the whole populace to follow him. That is to say, that each king wishes to direct its inhabitants according to his will, so that they obey him in all that he decrees upon them. So too, do the two souls, the divine soul and the vitalizing animal soul, which originate from Klippa, and is therefore the very antithesis of the divine soul, wage war against each other, the body and all its organs, the body being analogous to the city, and the organs to its inhabitants. So basically, the, the soul wants to direct inhabitants according to its will. What is the will? Starting off with the good side, the godly soul. The divine soul's will and desire is that she alone rule over the person and direct him. So that all the organs, she, soul is referred to as she, the shama is feminine. So that all the organs be subject to her discipline, following and obeying her dictates. And furthermore, that they surrender themselves completely to her. In other words, that they not only obey her, but also surrender their will to her. And she desires full still. Further still, that all the organs become a chariot for her. Moreover, the divine souls desire that the organs be also a garment, an instrument of expression for her. Ten faculties and three garments of thought. Speech and action. Ten faculties are Chachma, Bina, Das, wisdom, understanding, and knowledge, and the seven emotions, and the three garments, thought, speech, and action mentioned above, all of which should clothe 
the limbs of the body. Basically, what that means is use all of your powers for godliness. And the entire body should be permeated with them alone. No alien would then so much as pass through the organs. God forbid, in other words, the animal soul would exert no influence whatever on the body. Okay? Let's go more into specifics, okay? Let's, what does that mean? The mind, it means starting off with your mind to be used for holy thoughts. And then you're, that's, we're starting with the mind. That is to say, that specifically the three brains, the three sections of the brain, which correspond to the three intellectual faculties, wisdom, understanding, and knowledge, would be permeated with the Chabad of the divine soul. Correct? Namely, in the discerning God. In discerning God and understanding Him. In other words, applying the faculties of Chachma and Bina to the understanding of godliness. You could use your wisdom to understand how to to terrorism, or you could use your wisdom to understand God. So, what is godly soul looking for? To use your wisdom to understand Hashem. By pondering His unfathomable and infinite greatness with these two faculties. So, Chachma and Bina. Chachma is, as we explained, the first. Lightning bolt, Bina is the details. Uh, so thinking about God, not just in a general way, but in a very detailed way. Okay? Now, as long as you're thinking about God, it's not necessarily going to make you have an emotion unless you have Das. Das is connecting. That makes it relevant. Make it relevant to you. Then through applying to this meditation, the faculty of Das. Knowledge as well. In other words, through immersing oneself in the subject of God's greatness with the depths typical of Das. So that not only understands this greatness, but actually feels it. They, in other words, his aforementioned faculties of Chachman Bina, engaged in pondering God's greatness, will give birth to an awe of God in his mind and dread of God in his heart. Thus, not only his mind, but also his heart will be permeated with the faculties of the divine soul. The mind with the divine soul's Chabad, faculties pondering God's greatness, and the heart with the divine soul's emotions, the fear just mentioned, and the love soon to be discussed, arising from this contemplation. So you start off with awe in your brain, in your mind. Awe is more of an intellectual. And then you have the feeling of dread in your heart, which is more emotional. And then it turns into love. There will also be born of this contemplation a love of God burning in his heart like a flame like fiery flashes. His soul will thirst and pine with desire and longing to cleave to the blessed Ainsof with all his heart and might, as it is written, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. This love will rise from the depths of the heart that is from the right ventricle, the seat of the divine soul's emotional faculties as mentioned above. Not only will the How God... How could the heart have the function of a brain? I'd like to know. The heart is the function, the seat of the emotions. According to this. Correct. So what happens is the person contemplates with the brain on God's greatness and then the feeling of the emotions set forth in the heart. Not only though 
will the feeling of love affect the right side where the godly soul is, but the godly soul ultimately wants to bring the love of God also over to the left side of the heart where the, where the animal soul is. In other words, the godly soul would you. like to have the animal soul also participate in loving Hashem as well. It's all well and good, but it's not anatomically correct. We're talking about a spiritual level, of course. We're not talking about necessarily a physical idea. We're talking about a spiritual idea. The heart is not a brain. It functions as a pump. It's a pump for liquid. The liquid is red blood. Right. That's all the heart does. We're not talking about the physical heart, uh, just the physical heart. We're talking about of where the soul resides. The soul. Soul is not an un- untangible thing. The soul. All right, so somebody. Even if you say, if you want to show someone love, you. Right. Your soul, obviously, right. The heart. If when you want to show love, what symbol do we put? We put the symbol. Symbol of the heart. It's a myth. But there's a reason behind that because that is where the soul resides. The the emotional faculties of the soul reside there. I want to know. How that was proven? You don't know. What? You don't know that the soul resides in the heart. You haven't proven it in any way. Well, you could prove it. You could prove it when you feel a, a, a lot. You know, you could, you could, you could see that my heart goes out to you, right? You sell, tell someone, what does that mean? My heart goes out to you. You feel a palpable. It just means that everybody has gotten the same idea. You feel a palpable feeling in your heart. You, you could feel um, your heartbeat, your heartbeat. Um, start to rise in a certain situations of uh, of intense emotions. So there, your heart is even your physical heart gets that effect. But here we're of course, of course talking yeah, the about the heart rate is influenced by the adrenal gland. I understand. You're talking about the scientific physical aspect. We're talking about deeper than that. We're talking about the spiritual aspect of it as well, and the play on the on the feelings of the person. All right. Yosef got to him. It just hurts me. Stop from right. Because he controlled his heart with his mind. He controlled it with his mind. But what's the next step after the heart feels a love for God, the divine soul? He wants the animal soul to feel it. The kind of love that the divine soul desires entails that the heart be inlaid with love from within. And furthermore, not only would the love be, as it were, on the surface of the heart, but the heart would also be full with the love occupying its entire space, as it were, and furthermore, it would be indeed filled to overflowing. In other words, the love would overflow into the left part of the heart to affect the emotional faculties of the animal soul, which resides there, as al continues. The love would thus inundate the left part of the heart as well to crush the Sitra Akhara, specifically the element of evil water in it, in the animal soul. She meaning the lust emanating from the Klippasnaiga. The effect of the divine soul on the animal soul's element of water would be to change and transform it from a lust for mundane pleasures to a love of God. That's what the godly soul wants, to transform the lust of the heart to mundane things, from mundane things to godliness. Kameshakosov, as we read in the Shema, Shall love the Lord your God, with all your heart, two vases. It doesn't say libcha. As it's written, you shall love God with all your heart, which our sages interpret, basing themselves 
on the use of the dual form of the word livavcha instead of libcha, which allows the verse to imply with all your hearts, plural. How many hearts do we have, doctor? Only one. But we have two souls with both your natures, with your good inclination and also with your evil inclination, says, and we're supposed to love Hashem with both, said the Gemara Brachos. Accordingly, the evil inclination, in other words, the lust of the animal soul, must also come to love God. And this too is part of the divine soul's battle plan. In fact, that's more of the purpose, is to get the animal soul. The Alter now describes the specific level of love of God that accomplishes this. This transformation of the animal soul's lust to a love of God entails rising to attain to the level of Avarabah, abundant love. A love surpassing even the level of a powerful love like fiery flashes that was mentioned earlier. So he goes from the fiery flashing love, which is in the godly side, to the abundant love, which is, encompasses even the animalistic side. May God bring about that day that all of mankind has this fiery love with Mashiach now. Amen.